Hello, everybody. Jeb Malone here. It is uh, Monday, the 21st of December, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. And uh, kind of interesting day. Um, stocks are off a little bit. Tesla pulled back. Uh, I hope that everybody had your stop loss and said it pulled back. It, w- it went up to 698 and then it pulled back. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll have another chance, another bite at the apple this week. Um, do think that we're going to have some, uh, you know, some some opportunities, and hopefully I'm going to help present them here. Uh, put together a very interesting chart school, which is available on youtubecom slash for and that is uh, regarding the um, high tight flag formation, which can be very, very, very uh, productive if you see it. Um, the market is in a confirmed uptrend, but the S and P is off a little bit. Um, at uh, the composite S&P, 3699.59 when the slide was taken. The Dow is still above, um, you know, is still above 30,000, which is, which is, that's a key level. So that's important. Um, volume is fairly low on the NASDAQ, but, um, you know, a lot of the airline stocks and a lot of the leisure stocks, they've been kind of taken in the chin, unfortunately. Um, you know, they're not doing quite as well as, uh, you know, some of the other ones. So, um, you got to be careful about that. I've moved into several new positions in some some stocks that I'm going to show you here. But uh, basically, kind of want to give a um, first up to a very interesting stock, and this is um, you know a stock that <laughs> everybody is probably familiar with, but not familiar with. And this is an EV stock, and you wouldn't think this would be an EV stock. But the interesting thing about General Motors, and I and I don't have I don't have any General Motors yet. But there's been a very interesting thing that's happened. It's pulled back down to the um, 50-day moving average. And if it bounces off this thing, which it might, now it's bounced up a little bit today, we might have potentially a a, a real winner here, which is kind of amazing. So what I'm doing is I'm waiting for the reversal on that, and then hopefully it'll come up. Now, interesting thing about uh, General Motors, because General Motors went bankrupt in 2013, they got rid of a lot of their debt. So actually... They're looking pretty sexy, actually, out there. So it's kind of hard to believe that, you know, your father's Oldsmobile would be, you know, something something exciting. But General Motors. So I'm going to be doing some stuff on this, hopefully in the future. Now, currently, it's not a good buy right now because it's in a downtrend. But it's got a relative strength of 80 um, of, of, of 82. And the minute this thing turns up, this RS rating line, it might actually be a buy, which would be amazing. Absolutely amazing that uh, what's old is new is again. So there you go. All right. So I want to get to the NASDAQ composite here uh, just to give you everybody an idea of kind of what's happening. There's a pullback today, as you can see. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's definitely pulled back here a little bit. Uh, you know, we're not quite at this 13,000 um, level. You know, we may be, we may get there. Uh, we are still in a very much of a confirmed uptrend. And, uh, you know, we we are up. Um, you know, pri- uh, on over over Saturday. Uh, excuse me, over Friday we're up three point nine percent. So that's pretty good, and we're up one point two percent over the fifty day moving average. So that's 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 good. I mean, you know that that's good. The Nasdaq again is leading. Um, you know the S the uh, the S and P. Now not so much, but um, you know even even with the addition of uh, Tesla in there, there are some other stocks on the. S&P that are that are indeed lagging. So, you know, not uh, not not necessarily what you want to what you want to hear about. 
Um, S&P 500, it's pulled back today too. And this is what I was warning about. Um, even though the even though Tesla has pulled into this, uh, it looks like we have some of the big boys trying to shake out us retail investors. You know, so we got to be careful about that. Uh, not, I, I, I wouldn't at this point. We're, we're pulling back a little bit. I want to see a, uh, I want, I want to see a push above. Um, I want to see a push above six fifty before I'm in again. Uh, again, I sold out on Friday. Sold out my positions. I have, I have actually one share. It's kind of my pilot share in there, but I sold out everything basically. My all my positions um, on Friday at six sixty five. It seems to be kind of, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's in that range, but hopefully, uh, when we get an upward movement, a movement, then it will be time to buy um, Tesla again. What they're trying to do, the big boys are shaking out the small investors, and it's kind of, you know, oh well, that always happens. I just want to show you the slide for Tesla, uh, and it, you know, it's still very strong, relative strength ninety nine. There was a huge buying on Friday, as you can see now. There's the pullback, and this was kind of very much expected. I put out a chart school on kind of where I expected. I expected uh, I put a stop loss at 665, and that's pretty close to kind of where it pulled back to. Uh, it 659, 50, 52 was where it pulled back to. This when this slide was taken, um, you know. And we'll see. I think I think that we're it's going to correct, and then it's probably going to head head upward again. The real key on this one is a move really above about. 665 or so or 675 if it moves above there convincingly on heavy volume that means volume more than more than usual then i think we're we're headed up it, it potentially could move as high as um, 700 or 715 by the end of the year but who knows um i mean we don't have very we have very few days left uh to to do that so um but there will be institutions continuing to buy for the indexes so that's that's definitely an important thing also wanted to show you a very interesting thing. Um, I've been in the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. This is GBDC for a while, and it's currently up again. I mean, $30.92. Now, um, my recommendation, of course, was, was to start buying basically right as this gap up happened, basically at about um, $24. And it's, it's up about $6 in less than a week. So I do think there, Bitcoin is, is marching to an all-time high. And I do think that there is going to be, especially with some of this news coming out, there is going to be, um, you know, continued interest in possibly this uh, this this way of owning Bitcoin. This is a very convenient way to own Bitcoin, and I do think we're going to see more with that. Unfortunately, there's no real good buy point. Um, you know, the last really good buy point was was right here at about 24, and it's going to be a little bit more difficult to buy. But it does look like we're going to get a consolidation here. And uh, that would be terrific. If you'll notice, uh, it's up 4.9% just today alone. And uh, the volume is up as well. So people are moving into this. And I think that this one might be, um, you know, might, might, might uh, have some very, very good things going on here as well. So let's see if I can get to the next slide here. Well, there we go. Come on. Oh, well, having a little bit of a slowdown on my... <laughs> Internet connection. I don't know why. There we go. All right. Just give you an idea of sort of my current holdings, and this is in the small portfolio. And of course, this is available for everybody if they go to the website www.dollarstradingfloor and sign up for it. But uh, basically, here's here's what we've got. Uh, this is in the small portfolio currently. We've got Cloudflare. Uh, we're up about 33% in that. Um, Fiverr. 
We're still in Fiverr, and that's done extremely well. It's just moved, rocketed up. Unfortunately, I sold a, a, a position. I had a, I had two positions, and I sold one of them off, but I'm glad I held one of them. Um, um, Genob is is up uh, a little bit, just 2% in eight days, so that's not too bad. Um, Twilio, of course, I went into that on the breakout. Uh, then I, I bought this one uh, this one today. Very interesting stock. I'm going to show you the the chart on this one. The the symbol on it is EDIT, and I will be having a chart school on this one. This is a high type flag. Uh, I basically been in this stock basically for today. Uh, about today, we're up about eight percent basically in just a few hours on this one. So this is a this has been a kind of a Kind of a, a a pretty much tremendous stock as well. Now, hopefully, we'll go back to the. There we go. Okay, super. We're back there, and let's see if I can get you that. Um, the breaking out today, and this is uh, and also oh, I want to show you another one that I did buy. It, it is breaking out today, not quite as powerful as Edit, but uh, this is called Chegg, C H G G. It's up about two dollars fifty five cents off of a kind of a a. Um, a double bottom pattern, and it uh, looks pretty, looks looks uh, looks fairly good. So hopefully that will that will continue on that way. That's in one of my other portfolios, not in the small portfolio, uh, at least for today. Um, okay, so let's see if I have the. There we go, and this is the one that I bought uh, this morning. Very interesting. Uh, this is called a high tight flag. This pattern, as you can see, it moves up and then and then like this and then up once again. It almost reached hundred, which is amazing. It's up twenty-one dollars basically in one day, and I wasn't I didn't get quite in at the right point at, at at the at at the breakout, but I was in here at about um, about uh, right right below eighty, so it's it's pulled up from there. So without further ado, <laughs> thanks for bearing with me. Now hopefully we'll get back to the. There we go. And hopefully I'm going to get back to the other screen here. I seem to be locked up on my, there we go, on the, there we go. Okay, seem to be locked up on the, on the so let's get to the, um, let's get, let's get to the, um, the questions. Thank you for waiting. There we go. Yeah, hopefully I'm going to pull that up. Well, until I can get that up from YouTube, let's go to the questions on TikTok. Thank you so much. Um, thoughts on UV uh, on on hmm, thoughts on EZPW. I don't know what that is. Let's see what that is. EZPW. Okay. Easy Corp. Okay, it, it's a loan company. You know what? Um, I don't like this one. <laughs> I'll be right up in front of you. I like the business, but I don't like the I don't I don't like this chart. If you can see, we're we're in a downward trend. We don't want to see that. We also have a relative strength of a six. Not something you want to see uh, on that. We also let's look at the uh, the checklist. It stinks. It's seven. It's only two out of nine. Not something you want to buy on this one. Easy PW. I think you want to be. Um, you know, I think you want to be super careful on this one. I, this is not even a watch list. Um, their their um, um, their sales are down. Uh, it's a downward trending chart. Uh, boy, everything on this is no good. Um, we have we do have good cash flow though. Um, funds are seventy four percent. That's good, but we do have uh, basically static 
in terms of the number of funds in it. So I, what I would have to recommend on this one, easy PW, I, I would run away from this one. This is not going to make you any money. Probably going to lose you some money, actually. So uh, that's not something you want to, want to happen. Um, okay, so questions on ZUO. Let's take a look at ZUO here real quick. Thanks, uh, M.A. Figueroa, for, for watching on YouTube. And uh, let's, let's look at that stock, ZUO. Let's see if I can give you anything good about that. Uh, Cloud-based software that on a subscription basis that enables companies, I don't know what to do, but they're doing something uh, here. Not a good chart, a bad chart again. You don't want to buy charts like this. This is the first step that you want to take when you're looking on a stock. You want to look at that chart. You want to open the weekly chart first, and then you want to see what is the general direction? What is the general trend on this, on this stock? Well, the general trend on this is downwards, going from the upper uh, left-hand corner to the lower right-hand corner. Not what you want. Not what you want. So this is not. This is this 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 does not even meet the first test. But let's go on. Um, yeah, it has five out of nine. So that's not a good enough on the small test. A relative strength of fifty-one. I think you're gonna have to eliminate this one. Um, unfortunately, this is probably not gonna be a good stock for you. It just, I, I just, I wouldn't recommend it. All right, uh, Bank of America Corp and Apple. Okay, well, let's take a look first at Bank of America Corp. I um, I have been out of the financials, I'll be honest with you. Um, I typically like only uh, stocks like uh, PayPal in this space. But, you know, Bank of America Corp is, you know, is a money center bank. Now, the best of the breed is probably what you should buy in this, and that, of course, is um, J.P. Morgan Chase. So let's look at this one. Um, we have a buy point on this one. On the buy, and we're under the buy point with a first stage cup at 35.72. It's at 29.74 right now. It's got a relative strength of 34. That is not good. It also has decreasing sales. So we're not liking that either. Um, also, we have decreasing funds. Wow. So this this is just this is just not going places you want to see. 33% of the stock is held by funds. So that is okay. But the, but the checklist is horrible. One, two, three, four, five strikes against it. Four out of nine. And I'm afraid you can't. I'm afraid BAC just, you know, bank at BAC, um, get a loan from BAC, don't, don't own their stock. It, it's just, it's, it's not, it's, it's just not, uh, it's just not a good stock. Um, I'll be honest with you. Just, it just doesn't, it just, it just doesn't look, doesn't look very good on the, on the stock. So, um, okay, well, let's take a look again. Let's take a look at um, Apple. That's symbol AAPL. And of course, I'm in Apple. It's off a little bit today. It's been having a little bit of trouble making it past that 125 level. Uh, it seems to be that seems to be a, a, a problem for it. But you know, it's up today, 128.23, up a dollar and 57 cents. So it, you know, it, it's making its move. Um, and is it still viable? Well, let's see if it is. Okay, well. There is a buy point on it at 137.98 on a first on a third stage cup. Okay, that's good. It's pulling above that 10-day line. I'm liking that. So yeah, I mean this definitely is viable. The buy point on it is going to be about right here. It's going to be about the, at this 129.29. 20, now this is not a <coughs> this is not a this is this is not a um, this buy point is is is. The secondary buy point is not as good as this 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 higher high, but it's still buyable at this level. Um, would I buy it at this level? Well, 
I, I think I would wait for, I would buy it if it went above, let's see, above about that point. So that's looking at about 120, um, that's looking at about 129.40. So if, if, uh, if Bank of America, if Apple were to, to close above 129, then I think you could possibly buy it. Um, and it's still buyable right now. Uh, it's got a good checklist, seven out of nine. The, the ownership is good. Uh, it's got some very, very good funds in it. I mean, it has a, just a ton of them. I mean, 5693 funds, just phenomenal. This is one of the wide, this is one of the most widely held stocks in the NASDAQ. And actually, in all of the stock market is, is Apple. I still like the trend on it. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's, it's an upward trend, which is good. Um, I do think it's viable at this point, but I want to see it kind of move convincingly on good volume, and that's the volume is down here. I want to kind of see it move above about one, um, a one a twenty nine before I would I would I would commit any more to it. I do have it in the small portfolio. Um, I was buying it basically on the bounce off of the uh, off of the uh, the twenty one day exponential, and I actually started buying it at about one nineteen. So I do think we do have a nice trend here, and hopefully that will continue at least for a while. Uh, at least up until the the 130 the 137.98 uh, um, price level, and if it goes over that, then it's then it's really going to be moving well. But it's kind of a slow mover. It's not like it was the summer. I mean, it basically has still not recovered uh, to that 138.98 price level was where it uh, where it was on a split adjusted basis. So um, that was on um, August 31st is when that when that happened to split four for one. So I, I definitely like Apple. I mean, I don't think it's I don't think it's a you know, it's not a, it's not a rocket ship, but it's it's a very, very good, very, very good stock and could be bought in these ranges very, very convincingly. So not a bad idea. OK, uh, question from Ryan. Ryan Haas 123. Thanks for asking. Do you think we're in a bubble? Um, the answer is. Yes. <laughs> and, the, and the question is, what to do about the bubble? Well, my idea is to just continue to buy stocks and move them up and move up my stop losses. And then when it pulls back, and it will, I'll be sold out into cash and then I'll be shorting. So a bubble or not a bubble, actually, we can make money in all kinds of markets. But I definitely think we are somewhat in a bubble because of all of this stimulus money that's being put in. And by the way, the stimulus did pass. And it looks like there's going to be an even more extended unemployment business, 300 a week, I believe. And also there's going to be a stimulus payment, I think, to everyone of about $600. So that looks like that's coming. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's like, it's, like, like it's coming. So we, we're, there's some more free money out there, at least for a while. Now, when, when, when the music stops, you know, when they pull out the musical chairs, we're going to be in trouble. But at least for right now. We're kind of, you know, we're we're kind of moving, um, you know, we're we're kind of moving nice. Ah, okay. So let's look at some other things out there. Airbnb, DraftKings, um, tradesmen and trading. Notice that Neo and were sold today. Uh, oh, good question. Thank you for thank you for um, thank you for watching. Thank you for looking at the small portfolio. Um, the reason that Neo was was sold. And the reason that FN um, of Florida Decor were sold was because um, there was a pullback. And here's how I trade the small portfolio. And that's, a, that's an excellent, excellent question. So I'm going to pull up the small portfolio. 
typing it in here right now. Bring it up, and it's live, so it it, it updates automatically. So let's let's pull that up on the screen. I'll just kind of show you about that. Yeah, there we go. All right. So basically, with a small portfolio, the reason I sold Dio, and the reason that I sold um, uh, Floor and Decor F and V was because both of them have were were stopped out. Meaning that what I did is I continue I set up the stop loss. You see, I set up the stop loss, and then when it pulled back, that's when it sold. And and and, and part of my strategy in 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 selling is 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 buy stocks automatically as they move above a buy point and then ride them up keep pushing that stop loss up and then when they come back and they pull back they sell out and you know they have profit so we did okay on neo we made um we held it for six days and we made five percent so that's pretty good i mean if you can hold a stock for a week and make five percent if you annualize that you're going to have, uh, you know, you're going to have a, a, a tremendous about, uh, well, about a 250% return on your income. So that's what I'm trying to do here. Short holds for, for good, for good, um, you know, for, for good gains. Now, at the beginning of the month, I was not doing so good. I was, I was, I was getting stopped out. But now as I'm, my, my picking is a little bit better, I'm moving up and making a better return on that. I'm, I'm down a little bit on my, on my realized, but I'm up on my, my unrealized. So, as these things pull back, they'll be sold out at a profit, and there you go. So that's, uh, I really appreciate you watching and uh, taking a look at that. But that's how the small portfolio kind of works. I try to choose about eight really good stocks. Well, I can't always get eight of them. And then as they're breaking out, and then as they're breaking out, I ride them up and I push that stop loss up. And then when the, the market pulls back, um, I'm sold out. That's exactly what I did on Tesla. I had three full positions in that. I wrote it up. And uh, we were up from about 615 to to um, you know to about 675 when it pulled pulled back to 665. I was sold out, and of course I took that profit, which was significant for about for about four days' work. So you can do the same thing. Uh, it's an easy way to trade, and if you learn how to do it automatically, you don't have to be looking at everything all the time. So thanks for thanks for that question. Um, question on DraftKings, uh, DKNS. Let's look at DraftKings. A great stock, by the way. I think also Penn National. Um, you might want to look at that one too. I'm going to take a look at uh, DKNG. And this is DraftKings. I was in DraftKings. I got stopped out of DraftKings. I made a little bit of money. I like the stock a lot. It's pulled back a little bit today. So here's the here's the chart on it. Now the question is, where can we buy this? Well, there is a buy point on it. A cup with handle uh, fourth stage base, which is not the best, but it's still pretty good. So this thing is getting ready to break out. By the way. Uh, at 53.73. So the question is, where can we buy this? Wow, this is a buy actually right now, believe it or not. Believe it or not, DraftKings is a buy right now at this level. So let's see if, um, okay, so 53.34, and I'm going to put down that on my on my watch list, um, 53.74. Okay, this is a breakout, by the way. Let's look at this. Let's, let's do the smell test on it. Well, it's looking pretty good. Six out of nine. That's my minimum, but I still like that. Okay, so that's good. We've got increasing fund ownership. I'm liking that. We went from 249 funds to 290 funds. By the way, it's really important that you note how many funds are moving in and out of the stock because it's the it's the funds that are moving in and out of the stock that really make the difference, that really make uh, the stock move up. And we've got very nice fund sponsorship at 32%. 
So that's really excellent. So right now, there is, on DraftKings, there is a beautiful cup with handle uh, buy point. So I'm going to put that out there on the chat because, the, you know, this is a this is a very good buy point. It's, uh, let's see, um, it's DraftKings, um, D, K, N, G, and the buy point. And I, so I, 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 uh, I, um, um, uh, that it's B, B slash P equals, and I'm going to put that out there at 53, 53, 72. All right. So, and that's a cup with handle. By the way, that's the very best of the, that, that's, that's the, that's the very, very best of all of the, um, of all the buy points is that is that cup with handle buy points. So looking very, very good on, on DraftKings. You could buy DraftKings right now, and I think you'd be pretty happy with it. Um, it, uh, it it looks like we're it's ma- it's gonna make a new run at the 64 um, the six the 6419 area. So nice, nice chart, very nice chart on DraftKings. It looks like it's moving higher, and uh, you do have a buy point now. The buy point. Is basically 53.72 five, uh, up five percent. So if you take if you take 53.72 and multiply it by 1.05, that's going to give you a buy zone. That's the ultimate place that you want to buy in that price range. Any higher than that, it's probably not going to be as safe because it has a tendency to possibly pull back to that level. And and uh, you know you can buy underneath it, but a smaller position. You could you could effectively buy one full position at this level, and what is one full position? One full position is just like a pizza. You, there are eight slices of that pizza. You can buy one slice of that pizza. So if you have a if you have a portfolio that's worth eight thousand dollars, each slice of pizza is worth a thousand dollars. You can buy one full position right now at this prime uh, by taking one thousand, dividing it by the buy point of fifty three seventy two, and that's going to give you the number of shares that is optimal to buy at this level. So thank you very much about DraftKings and one of my faves. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I've been in it. I may be back in it. Uh, thank you for showing me the chart because, you know, I looked at that again. Let's look at the Airbnb. Airbnb. This is a recent IPO. So probably one of the issues with recent IPOs is that a lot of times, on the recent IPOs, there's not enough good track record to really find the right buy points. So it's a little bit riskier buying these. Now, of course, you know, uh, I got to I got to eat my own <laughs> my own dog food here because I bought Palantir before the requisite three month uh, hold period. Typically, you don't want to buy an IPO until it's been out for at least three months. And why? Because it forms a special base. It's called an IPO base. And uh, this has not formed that yet. So here's here's the thing with here's the thing with Airbnb, and I know that you're not going to like hearing this. It's got a relative strength of one. That's that's not good. Uh, it has actually declining sales. Not good. Uh, we have negative cash flow. Not good. Uh, and we have a very mediocre chart. That's a very mediocre chart. So for Airbnb, let's look at the checklist. Yeah, it's terrible. Three out of nine does not make the smell test. And we do have some funds. Well, we don't have any funds. Well, do we have any funds in there? No funds in there. So here's the thing about Airbnb. You know, put this on your watch list. It may be good in the, in the later dates, but but it's not time 
to look at this. Uh, you want to wait at least three months. It just IPO'd basically three weeks ago, two, two weeks ago. So basically what we've got to do is we've got to wait until about March, about mid-March. You might want to put that on your calendar. About mid-March, that will be the time to look back at Airbnb. Right now, Airbnb, don't buy it. it just, it's a bad chart. It doesn't look that good. Great question. What's your thoughts on Shag? <laughs> now that it's past the pay point. I bought Shag. Thank you for that, by the way. I bought Shag this morning. Uh, in one of my other portfolios, it's not in the small portfolio, but I did I did buy it on the breakout. And by the way, that's sort of what I like to do. I like to buy them as they're breaking out beyond the buy point, and then once they're at that buy point, then I try to ride them up. But it it wasn't that powerful a breakout, but it was a breakout. Um, and what happened there was that uh, you know we had pretty good volume on that. Let's see if we could, yeah. The thing about this, uh, we, had, we had pretty good volume. So let's look at the daily chart to kind of see where this kind of broke out. As you can see, the, the buy point on this one is $89.99, or about $90. It's basically at $90.61. So I bought it basically at the buy point plus $0.10. Cents. That's typically the correct place to buy that. And I didn't, I didn't just luck out. What I did is I put in a buy stop limit order that let me buy it at that price. So if you want to find out more about buy stop limit orders, go to my YouTube channel, YouTube um, uh, Dallas Trading Floor, and there's a there's a video on what the buy stop and the buy stop limit is. It's a great way to buy them as they're breaking out. Um, so what do I think about this one? Very nice volume. I'm liking that. So that's a, that's a, that's a powerful move. Uh, that's a powerful move. Now the question is, can it hold, you know, can 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 it can it hold the buy point? That's that's a good question. It's a cup formation. Actually, I don't. I think that the pattern recognition on this is is a little bit wrong. I would call this a double bottom. That's really that's really what that's really what I believe this this pattern is. It's what they call the double bottom. Very powerful chart pattern. Good breakout. Um, so the question is, how will how will it hold? Here's the thing: when it breaks out, uh, what I do is I typically put the stop loss in very tight. At about two and a half percent, where below the buy point. So, my um, my stop loss on this one is going to be just two and a half percent below that ninety dollar um, that that ninety dollar buy point. So that's where I'm going to put it. If it pulls back and then then I'm sold out, I'll have to wait for it to, to go higher. But usually, if it moves beyond that break that that buy point on good volume, typically it will hold very close to that buy point, and then hopefully move up from there. And that's a good way, really, really good way to buy stocks, by the way. And, and uh, a double bottom form is format is very good chart pattern. It's not as good as a cup with handle, but it's, it's, it's one of the best. It's a powerful, it's a powerful chart pattern. Let's look at, uh, we've got a question from Harish6059 on TikTok. Thanks for, thanks for asking the question. I'm sorry it's taking so long to get to everybody. CLSK, CLSK. And let's see if I have anything good to say about CleanSpark. Well, it's in Bountiful, Utah. That's interesting. I have a lot of Mormon friends out in Utah, so that's a good thing. Um, it's Boy, look at this. It's got a 99 relative strength. That is very, very good. Uh, basically, they provide energy and software and control technology solutions for the distribution of energy resources. I have no idea what that means, but it sounds good. Um, unfortunately, I do see a little bit of a pullback in sales. I'm not liking that. Uh, it does look like a recent IPO. One, two, three. 
So we have three months, so that so that it definitely has an IPO base, and that's very interesting. We have you know we have this. It comes out the door, then it pulls back, and then it gets discovered. Let's see how many funds. There's 13 funds in this. This is relatively thin. Um, it's only 4%. You know, here's the thing. It only has 4%. Here's the thing. I wouldn't buy this one immediately because even though it did go up $3.42, and, and it looks as if there's going to be a bit of a pullback on this one, at least as far as I can tell. But let's, let's look at the checklist. Six out of nine. That's very good. Um, we and we do have we do have increasing fund membership. This is very interesting. One, four, thirteen. We don't have a lot, but we have more than five, and that's the key, is having more than five funds in it. So, you know what? This looks very good. I I wouldn't necessarily buy it today. I want to see it. I want to see it consolidate a little bit. I'd like to see it consolidate right about in this area from about fifteen to a twenty. Let's see if there's a consolidation in there. Put this on the watch list. If it pulls back, and it looks like it will, it'll pull back below 20 and then consolidate in this area. And then if it makes a move beyond that, above that on, on good volume, and look down here, then you might have a buy. But this is a this is a very interesting IPO. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I wouldn't buy it right right away, but I would definitely watch this. It's a, it's a, it's a good stock, and I think you want to see it pull back, make a little bit of a, uh, you know, uh, make a little consolidation. And then when it pulls higher than that, then, um, <laughs> then I think it's possibly very good. So let's look at interesting one. Uh, uh, Ollie, thank you for this question. Uh, looking for a buy point on TAN. Symbol is T-A-N. T-A-N. Let's look at TAN. And let's see if I get a good information on that. This is Invesco. So, you know, the solars have been doing really well in this pandemic. It's amazing. Uh, nice chart on it as well. Uh, you know, very, very nice chart on this one. Um, you know, nice, nice run here. And by the way, I'm, I'm looking on the, I'm on the weekly chart. That's where we start. So we definitely have the right kind of chart action on that. That's looking good. 97 is very strong. Uh, we don't have a lot of funds in it. We don't, you know, it's only 1% owned by funds. Uh, and we do have seven of them. They seem to be increasing. Is there a good place to buy this one? Well, let's first of all let's look if it's viable, and it is seven out of nine. Um, but it, it's and it's an this is an ETF. So ETFs are interesting in that they you don't buy them exactly the same way as you would buy a um, it, it, you don't buy them exactly the same way as you would buy a stock. With an ETF, you don't have to be you don't have to have the fund with the funds and and all that because they because they basically are a fund. <laughs> That's why. Um, now, where could you buy this? Let's look at the daily chart. Let's see if there's a place that we could buy this. You know, this is this is not going to give us that many opportunities to buy it. Uh, I would like to see, though, it, it looks as if it is making, you know, a kind of this action. So it looks as if I would wait for a pullback on this one. I think it's probably going to pull back probably to about this level is based on based on this based on what I'm looking at here it seems to trade like this up and then it trades up like this and ever higher but I do think that maybe a 60 about a 70 price range would be good I think it's a little bit extended right now but you, you know you could still buy it at this price um, I just think that you might you if you did buy at this price you would have to be careful there might be a pullback on you but um, but yeah, I like I like this I, I I like this in general. I I think this is a very good one. I mean, relative strength is ninety nine, 
that speaks for itself. So, and Invesco has some of the best funds. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's viable. Uh, now, I, I just think that I would wait for a little bit of a pullback. Now, when you're buying an ETF as opposed to a stock, it's a little bit different in the way you buy it. You can you you want to buy it on the pullbacks. You don't want to got with a stock. You want to buy it as it's moving to a higher a higher level. With an ETF, you can definitely buy it on the pullback. So I'd wait for a pullback on this one. As it's pulled back, that's where you want to buy it, I think. Uh, but very, very good. Thanks, Ali. Appreciate that. That's a, that's a very good. That's a very good one. Um, Apple and it, we we went over Apple earlier, so I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna skip over that one a little bit. But I want to look at NVEE to see kind of what we've got there. NVEE is the symbol, and that is NVS Global. It provides professional and technical engineering and consulting services. So it's sort of what they used, we, we used to call back in the old days a Beltway Bandit. Um, okay, so let's look at the weekly chart. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely trending in the right direction. I'm liking the fact that it's an 88 relative strength. I'm liking that. I'm liking the, 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 the uh, sales growth. And remember, in, in um, growth stocks, what we're looking for, we're, you know, profitability is very, very important in everything. But... Actually, sales growth is more important than a growth stock. So this definitely has that. So that's good. 35% funds. That's good. Typically, a stock moves the best when there are funds in the in the stock, typically from about 20% on up to 65 or 70%. It, it's the funds that move the stock, not the individual investors. So remember that. You want to see a stock that funds are moving into. This is for stocks, obviously, not for ETFs. But... Um, as they're moving into it, that's what you want to see. So NVS Global. So those are looking very good. Let's look at the checklist. The checklist is excellent, eight out of nine. Wow. And the ownership is really good. I would, yeah, this is definitely, this is definitely could be bought. The question is, where is there a good buy point on this one? We're going to the daily chart here. Yeah, it looks like it's consolidating right above this level, this, um, this, this, uh, $70 level. So, and we're right at the, um, yeah, okay. Well, this is actually not a bad place to buy it. The place I would look to buy this thing would be as it's bouncing off the 21-day line. That's right here. Okay. So the question is, where, where, what is that number? That's about 72.30. You can buy it at 72.30. So here's what I would do on this one. See how it trades tomorrow. I wouldn't buy this thing today. See how it trades tomorrow. See if it pulls back to close to that 21-day line. And then that's the green line that we're showing here. I'll put, put that up. I'm sorry I didn't show you the chart. Um, this is the this is the this is the this is the uh, all-time high level. So you know when it came above that, and then it's been consolidating. It's pulled back, and then it's right at the 21-day line. As it's pulled back to the 21-day line, if it reverses off this line, then I think you have a buy. Now right that now that line currently is right at about 72.31. I wouldn't buy this today because it is downward trending. You never want to buy anything if, 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 it's, if it's moving down. When this reverses to the upside, you might want to have, you might have something that, that's viable. Now, would I buy this one? I'm probably not a buyer of this one, but it's a good stock. So um, just because I'm not exactly interested in it doesn't mean that it's not a good stock. So that's interesting. Thank you for, thank you for bringing that one. So let's see. Um, what's a good set to buy this week? There's a lot of good stuff to buy for this week. Teladoc analysis. Okay, let's look at TDoc. Um, and of course, that's the telemedicine leader. 
DLC. And, and actually, they're here in Dallas and Louisville, I guess. Health. Uh, and I was I, I was um, I was buying this one this 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 summer. Haven't bought it since. Part of the reason I haven't bought it is because it is now unfortunately trending the wrong way. You know, and okay. Well, hopefully, there we go. It's trending downwards right now, but it does look like it may be maybe maybe moving. Um, so the trend is down. The question is, as it moved, it's moved above. So this is good. It's moved above the 21-day line, which is good. Uh, in order to buy this, you're going to have to buy this above this red line here, which is the um, the 40-day moving of the 40-day moving average. So this is viable if it pulls above 206.70. Right now it's at 199.75. Here's the thing with this one. Um, uh, there are better there there are better bets out there, but you know, 71 relative strength, so that's pretty good. I like to see at least 80. So here's the thing. Personally, I would not buy this one. Personally, I would not buy this one because it's trending down. It has a 71 relative um, strength. Uh, but it looks like it may be reversing the trend. The problem is the checklist is bad. It's four out of nine. Not something I want to see. Um, I, I think I would watch this, this one, but I would not buy it. I would, I would just not buy this one. I think there are better ones out there. And um, you know, I think I just think I just think they're better. I think they're better ones out there. Now I covered Airbnb before, so I'm going to move on to something else. I'm going to move on to Snowflake, which is a very interesting stock. Very very heavily, um, Snowflake is very very heavily um, purchased by funds. It's I've never seen anything quite like it uh, in, in a, the way the way it has been. It's it's up fifteen dollars today. Unbelievable. So I, I am not in, I am not in Snowflake currently. I have been looking for a buy point on this. Really, the only buy point on this one was at three hundred and one dollars, and that was that was back that was back in um, you know the in about October twenty first or so, so a few months ago. Um, it is currently you can buy it at this level, but it is difficult. Um, it, um, the real the real place to buy this would it was was right here. Um, and and that and that was at about two three twenty five. It's at three forty nine right now. So here's the thing on this one. I I do think it is forming a little bit of a a, a little bit of a little bit of um, a consolidation here. Here's where I would buy it. I would buy it above three fifty. If the stock moves above three fifty, then I think that you have a potential there. As you can see. It did today, but it didn't. It but it and it closed right at three fifty. So you could buy this tomorrow if it moves above three fifty. I would not buy this below three fifty, but it, you can buy it above it. Now there are some there are some cautionary signs here. For one thing, it has a relative strength of sixty nine. Typically, I like to see at least eighty for that relative strength. Also, we have we have good buying action here, uh, which which I which I do like to see. It has extremely strong fund sponsorship at 48%. So here's here's the thing. Let's look at the weekly chart. Here's the thing about Snowflake. Snowflake has not been out very long. As you can see, there's just not a lot of data on it. It's only really been out about a month. So it really need, it really should, you really should season this for about two more months before you buy it. But it is a strong, strong stock. Um, and it does have it does have earnings. 
It does have sales, and it, it, it's, still, it's still underwater on the earnings, but it does have good sales. And I like to see that. It's got tremendous fund sponsorship. I mean, there's 550 funds of this already. So I do think that, you know, it's probably going higher. Here's another issue that I don't like about it. Only five out of nine on the, um, on, on, on the checklist. Now, we may be able to take out some of this when the earnings, when the RS ready goes above 80. We're about 11 off of that right now. So here's what I would do. I would, I would basically watch list this one. Let's see if it moves above 80. I mean, sorry, let's see if it moves above 350. If it moves above 350, then, you know, then it's buyable. But right now, I would watch this one. I would not buy this one right at this moment. It's just, uh, it's just too risky uh, based on the chart. All right, uh, McDonald's and Mickey D's, a place that I have, I have frequently been much in my life, um, MCD. And you know, I think they, I think they're still the number one. I think they serve more meals than anybody else in the world. I, I think the U.S. I think more than the U.S. Army. I heard that somewhere a long time ago. I don't know if it's still true. Anyways, let's look. We're off three dollars and forty one cents today. Not looking. <coughs> People, you know, actually during this COVID thing, McDonald's has done really well because they have all these drive-throughs and all the other restaurants are basically going out of business. But McDonald's. They are figuring out a way to survive. It's in a consolidation, and the the, the buy point on this is three uh, is is two thirty one. We do have a downward trend, so let's see if there's a way to buy this. Well, it it looks as if it looks as if it's broken below the trend line. This is not a good. This is technically this is not necessarily a good sign. As you can see, it moved nicely above the the uh, it, it nicely above this green line here, which is twenty one day exponential. And the, and on Friday it looked like it was going to go the other direction, but unfortunately today it shifted to the downside. Uh, this we don't know. This this thing may reverse, and if it does, and if it reverses, it probably will reverse at this level 206 right here. That's probably where it's going to reverse tomorrow. So I suspect what's going to happen. It's probably going to open down to 206, and then it reverses. If if it moves to 206 and then reverses higher, then you might have a buy. But I don't think you want to buy this one. Why? Because the relative strength is only 34. And that is not a good sign. We also have declining sales. And in the restaurant business, increasing sales, just like in growth stocks, is very important. Now, one thing we do have going for it, it's got just tremendous cash flow. Look at that, $10.27 Per share, <laughs> it's making um, five out of nine on the O'Neill checklist, so it does not pass the small test, unfortunately. And but Fidelity Country Fund is in there, so I like that. That's one of the best funds, and we do have increasing fund ownership, so it's really a mixed bag with McDonald's. Um, here's the thing: what I would do with McDonald's, I would not buy it at this level. I would wait until there's a trend reversal and it's moving higher. Currently, it's moving lower, so. You can definitely watch this. It's, it's a quality company, but um, it's not time for it right now, unfortunately. So let's look at MIME, M-I-M-E. M-I-M-E. All right. MIMECAST provides cloud security risks. I wonder if this is based in France. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding about that. Just kidding. All my French friends. Hey, look at that. Okay, it moved above the consolidation. The first stage consolidation at 5071. It's at 54. 
56. That's looking good. Don't like the relative strength at at, um, at at 54, unfortunately. Have some nice increases in sales. That's looking good. Um, we do have increasing fund ownership, barely. We're at 54% fund, so that's good. And management owns a lot, though. That's also actually a plus, I think. Um, what do I think about this one overall? Well, I am not. I mean, it's it's okay. Let's look at the daily chart see if there's anywhere to buy this. Yeah, it pulled above the pivot, so there was a buy point uh, on this. The buy point basically um, is at 56.71. It's at 54. No, I'm sorry, at 50.71, and, and and currently it's at 54.56. Would I buy this one with the checklist? Uh, it's, it's you know this is a watch list. This is a watch list. This is not a buy. It just doesn't have enough power. Um, there are other there are other better ones out there. I'm afraid um, than mine. But I appreciate you bringing it up. It's it's not a bad stock. It's just uh, there's other there's other better um, there's other better ones out there. There really are. Uh, matter of fact, showing you other better ones out there. One that I bought this morning. It's uh, it's a, it's an unusual. It's a medical company, gene editing company, and actually the 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 symbol is edit e t i t, and I and I and, and I actually put this in one of my one of my videos uh, that is going to go up tonight on the Dallas Trading for Chart School, and that is uh, this one is called uh, Editus Medicine Incorporated, and they do gene splicing and uh, and and diseases like that. Now I didn't get in. I, I wish you know, I would have been super genius if I gotten in right here or something like that. I did not. I instead I got in right about at eighty dollars, seventy nine dollars, and that was all my, and it's moved up then. But it's about nineteen dollars, twenty five cents, or about twenty nine percent in one day. So I'm sure it's going to pull back tomorrow. I'm going to be setting my stop loss up there, so that when it pulls back, I will be sold out probably for a profit. Nice little profit on this one. That's one that you might want to consider uh, as well. And also, of course, ch. Uh, CHGG is another one that um, is breaking out today. Not quite as spectacular as uh, that Edisys. All right. Um, okay. Hello. 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 Thoughts on easy. Okay. We did that one. Um, okay. So we did Teladoc. Uh, we, we've done Airbnb. Um, oh, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please repeat. Okay, bought on the dip yesterday. Right on. Right on. Good for you. Now, I don't normally recommend buying on the dips, but I write, I recommend buying as it dips and then it comes back and it's moving to the upside. So that is that can be a great one. Uh, well, uh, great one. Uh, wait, what you said about Neo? Okay, let's look at Neo. Let's look at the chart on Neo and see why why did Jim sell Neo? <laughs> well, the reason I sold it was because it pulled back a little bit, but then it moved back up. So I might have been too early in it, you know. You never know. Uh, but it did pull back this morning. I got sold out. I got stopped out of it, and it's looking up again, two dollars and twenty-three cents. So, and it looks like the close is really high. So it, you know, again, it's just it's one of those things. I took my profits on this one just because in the morning there was a little bit of a pullback to the to the forty-day line. I figured, well, it's in this consolidation, and possibly possibly going higher. Can you buy it at this level? Well, I do believe that there's going to be some more opportunities for buying Neo. Neo's not really a long hold stock, in my opinion. It's sort of a day trader special. And I'm not a day trader, I'm more of a swing trader, but definitely falls into that category. Let's make sure that everything is still really good with it. It definitely is. I mean, 99 relative strength. So 
those are the kind of stocks you want to be playing. The ones that have those incredible relative strengths. Eight out of nine checklist, very good. And also an increasing fund ownership. So I'm liking that too. So everything kind of is still good with me. The question is, where can you buy it? I do believe if it pulls back to the 21-day exponential, that's 45.15, and then reverses off of that, I think you might have something there. What I mean by that? Well, it may pull back tomorrow down to this green line here. If it does, and then it bounces off that green line, as it's moving upward, that's where you want to buy it. So how can you do that? How do you know how to do that? How is that possible? Well, what you do is you set the alert. You, 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 set, the, you, set, the, you set the alert for that um, at 45.15. So let's go ahead and set that alert. Um, we're going to set that alert for 45.15. All right. And, okay, so that's, that's where we want to set that price alert. All right, so I don't want it above. I, I want to figure out how to do this one where it's below. No, no, I haven't quite I haven't quite figured that out. But basically what you want to do is you want to set an alert as it's going below that 21 day that 21 day exponential at 44, basically 44.97, about $45. Then if if you get that alert, then you want to put on a buy stop limit order that will let you buy it as it's rebounding. And if you want to find out more about the buy stop limit, just go to my YouTube channel, Chart School. And I have a little video of what I'm talking about there. So uh, thank you very, very much for that question. Very good question. Definitely, there's, there's, you know, here's the thing. You can make money on NEO. <laughs> and you can make it again and again and again and again. Um, all right. Uh, let's look at Oxy. There was a question for Oxy, which I'm amazed at anybody looking at Oxy. You know that Oxy, I believe, fell out of the S&P today, but I'm not sure. It has a horrible chart. I want to show you. I want to show you what a really bad chart is, and this, folks, unfortunately, is a really, really bad chart. I mean, it's just you know, it's a horrible chart. <laughs> it's it, it's 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 a it's a horrible it's a horrible horrible chart. Oh, there we go. Okay, and I and I want to show it to you now. This is this is the, these are the kind of charts that you don't want to buy. This is the chart of Occidental Petroleum. It goes from. Top, um, top left here, down to, to bottom right. Okay, so, that, so that's the wrong direction. We don't want to see that. It's also got a relative strength of 65. Not good. And this was a great company at one time. So things change. You know, things change. And look at the weekly chart. The weekly chart is equally bad. Would I buy this thing? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. This is, this is a dog with fleas. So, sorry about to tell you that, but don't don't buy any oxy, please. You're gonna you're gonna be highly disappointed if you do. <laughs> highly highly disappointed. Okay, so crusty crab pizza. Are we on dummy now? Okay. Hey, thanks, man. Um, okay. So, oh, pizza. Is it the pizza? Yeah. I'm trying to do the pizza. Okay. Hi, Jim. Check um, check watch list prices for Fastly Disney and. Edit, seem off, huh? Okay, I will. I will do that. Thank you very much. I, I may the symbols might not be be, be tracking right, so I appreciate that. Um, I'm up. Oh, hey, look at that. Okay, debating whether. Okay, I'm up 100. I'm up 15 percent on MGNI. Let's look at MGNI. That's really good. Um, MGNI. Okay, cool. Um, huh? Los Angeles. 
technology is listed on the purchase and sale of digital advertising. Well, that's interesting. No, and I like that. I like that business. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that's very interesting. Okay, I do, I don't know much about this stock. I'll be honest. I, I haven't I haven't screened it, uh, but I'm looking. I'm several things I'm kind of liking already about this. I'm liking. Um, you know, I'm I'm liking some of this um, this sales increase. I'm liking that. There we go. Liking that sales increase. I'm liking the funds. Forty five percent. That's nice. It's profitable. I'm liking that even more. Uh, it's got a relative strength of ninety eight. Look at that. Looky looky looky. Very nice fund ownership. Eight out of nine. Wow, this is a great stock. This is a great stock. I can see why you're so excited about this. The question is, where can we buy this bad boy? Well, I don't know if we can. You know, look at that. It moved out of consolidation. Very interesting. See how there's a consolidation here? This may be even viable. Wow. Wow. I, I, I think it's going to probably pull back a little bit, but this is this is really, really good. We have some Easter egg there, and we've got some very nice volume on that. So I'm going to put that down on my list, um, MGNI. Now, what would I do if I had, was up 15%? Here's what I would do. Um, I would push my stop loss up today, um, and to, to this evening, and, and put your stop loss at about right there, which in this case is 23.16. So put your stop loss at about 23.16. So the, if there's a pullback tomorrow, and I'm not saying there's going to be one, but if there's a pullback tomorrow, you'll be protected on that. So that's what that's what I would do on that. So MGNI, that's look. That's, this is a very very good one, um, very very good one um, uh, as well. I, I'm liking everything about this. Um, here's what I would do if I was in, up in this one, which I'm not. I would set my stop loss at about 23. Um, and tomorrow, let's see where it pulls back. If it moves above about 25 again tomorrow, because I, I do think it's going to pull back a little bit. But hey, I could be totally wrong on this. Um, then you might have you might have a winner. It may be forming. It this looks to be a little bit. It's not quite a high tight flag, but this is this is a flagging pattern, and these are very very good. They didn't really have a long enough to develop the flag, but this is sort of a flag pattern, and it looks like it is pulled above this flag pattern. So this, you know, these can really really go if they get going like this. So um, again, I would set my stop loss at twenty three. Uh, if this thing moves, um, it, let's see how if it pulls back a little bit tomorrow. Probably pull back at about the $25 range. And then if it reverses, boy, you, it, it'd be, it'd be um, game on because that's a, that's a very good stock. Thank you for, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing that, uh, MGNI. Um, okay, uh, Rocket Mortgage. That's probably the last one I'll do today. I'm running right an hour. I appreciate everyone watching. Um, RKT. And uh, you know, there's been a lot of refinancing activity, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's basically an IPO. Uh, of course, it's very very well known. It used to be called um, Quicken Loans, as we all know. Unfortunately, there are several things on this one I just don't like. It does have a tremendous sales growth, which I'm really liking. That's this is it's, so it's dominating this category. It does have cash flow, so that means it's profitable. Forty four percent funds in it, so that's excellent too. But I don't like that. Only a relative strength of 33. So this area of the market isn't one of my favorites. The checklist is good, though. Seven out of nine. And we have increasing fund ownership. 
We have photo chip. What would I do with this one? Well, this one is a watch list. It just hasn't cured long enough. We want to kind of put this on our calendar to take another look back at this one, I believe, about uh, the end of January. So about January 31st, you want to probably look back at this at this symbol. I think that it's not ready yet. Uh, it's getting there, uh, but it's not ready, ready yet. So that is basically my two cents on that. But it looks like it looks like it's very good. It's not the problem is the category is not as good as like you know enterprise software or something like that. But the the company is looks like it's best of breed. So what would I do with Rocket Mortgage? I would wait on Rocket Mortgage about a month, put it on your calendar, to check back, take a look at it, because you might have something really good. Um, you know, really good, uh, really good in about a month. I just think it's a little bit risky to go in. With a relative strength of 13, you want to see at least an 80 on that. So um, looks good. Well, thanks again for everybody for taking the time out of your busy schedule. And I hope that, uh, you know, this has been a good trading year for you. Had definitely been a great trading year for me. And I hope that we'll have a really nice next trading year. You know, the stimulus did pass. So we're going to get a little, for the next few weeks, we're going to see probably some some power in the market a little bit. Um, I do think there's there's some clouds on the horizon, of course, with the COVID and the and and, and some of the groups like um, you know restaurant, hotel and leisure, and uh, airlines. We don't want to be in those areas, and I don't really think we want to be in the financials like the money center banks, like Bank of America Corp, because there's a lot of issues there. But there are certain other areas that are just that are just on fire. Um, you know, uh, some of the medical stocks, especially the gene editing area, also. We have some some great um, anything to do with electric vehicles. I think is tremendous. That's why I think you should take a look at GM. I believe even though it's not a quote unquote pure play EV company, I think it's a winner. They're the number one uh, automobile producer in China, and and I think that once they get going, they'll be really formidable. Um, and I also, of course, I like the you know anything to do with social media. I think it's great as well. Uh, I think a little bit less emphasis on some of the Fang stocks like Apple. They have they're 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 more they're sort of priced to perfection. It's not that they're bad companies; they're great companies. It's just that they've had a lot of their runs. So, uh, some of these secondary names are going to be where the action is, I think, in the next three months. And I'm going to try to bring it to you as best I can. And um, thank you so much for for watching today, and uh, happy trading. And by the way, um, if you uh, go to it, really helps me out if you could subscribe to uh, the YouTube channel at YouTube.com/slash Dallas trading floor until tomorrow i will see you um i will see you at 2 30 hopefully tomorrow